Peppermint Patty's ready to get to the food, so she went ahead and closed that prayer out for Linus. Um, so let me, just in case you missed that prayer from William Brewster, 1621, he prayed this prayer. We thank God for our homes and our food and our safety in a new land. We thank God for the opportunity to create a new world for freedom and justice. So most of us probably know that the early settlers to America were the ones that started Thanksgiving, right? Most of us know that, yes? Yes? Uh, they came to this land seeking peace, and they came to this land seeking freedom to worship God. But you may not know, because I didn't until this week, you may not know that the pilgrims modeled their society after the ancient Hebrews. Hmm, Right? So the pilgrims modeled their autumn Thanksgiving holiday after the Jewish harvest festival of Sukkot. Most of you probably know what that is, which was celebrated just a few weeks earlier. In fact, they were so serious that they actually were learning Hebrew before the trip and on the Mayflower on their way over. According to author and historian Shai Ben Toka, the pilgrims saw themselves in distinctly biblical terms. And here's what he has to say. He says, look back, uh, look on the back of a draft of the Mayflower Compact and you will see the English Hebrew worksheets that they were studying at the time. They believed that in settling the new land, they were like Israelites crossing into the promised land. And there are others that suggest that Hebrew was even proposed as the national language for the United States as early as 1620 when the 102 pilgrims of the Mayflower were about to set sail for the new world. So what's the point, right? You're like, okay, well, that's great. Fantastic. We don't speak Hebrew now. So what happened? Well, that's another story. But here's my point. The people who founded this country, despite what you may have heard in your documentaries or in uh, your website or your blog you go to and the conspiracy theorists, despite what you may have heard, the people who founded this country saw themselves as God's people from the very beginning. Yes. This is truth. This is true. So from the very beginning, these early settlers, they gave thanks to God. In the middle of difficulty, they gave thanks to God. In the middle of abundance, they gave thanks to God. In fact, the Thanksgiving that we have isn't even the first Thanksgiving because the actual first Thanksgiving that happened, they were all about to die. They were out of food. There'd been a drought. All these things happened. And it just so happened that there was rain and a harvest and a bumper crop and a ship arrived with goods all at the same time. And so that's when the party was really on because they were like celebrating as you would too, right? You're finally able to make pancakes again and you're really, really excited. So that's actually when the first Thanksgiving happened. But this official Thanksgiving that we look back to when we celebrate Thanksgiving, they acknowledge their need for God. They acknowledge their need for holiness and they also acknowledged their need for one another if they were going to survive. And so as Linus told us, they held a block party, right? And they invited the local tribe that had helped them survive. This need for God, this need for holiness, and this need for one another is actually the theme of Paul's book of Ephesians, the letter that he wrote to the Ephesians church. And I want to share one scripture from this with you today. Oh, there's a quote from William Brewster. We should probably share that too because that's important. Well, that's the one we shared earlier. So there you have it in print if you want to see it. Here's the Ephesians verse. Therefore, be imitators of God as beloved children and walk in love as Christ loved us and gave himself up for us, a fragrant offering and a sacrifice to God. And so if you've been here, you know that this past month we've been talking, we've been uh, practicing 
Thankfulness, right? Thankfulness and gratitude. And I've seen some of your posts, and hopefully you've seen a few of mine. You're going to get bombarded in the next few days. But um, thankfulness is integral to the beginning of our country. Thankfulness is integral to our faith. Those two things are, are intertwined. And so uh, I thought today it would be appropriate as we celebrate together uh, this will be the last opportunity that we have to share communion until Christmas Eve. And so you might wonder why occasionally we will, as a part of the way that we worship here at Desperation Church, uh, we will withhold communion to a certain degree. We do that before Easter, but we also do that before uh, Christmas as we go into the season of Advent because Advent is all about uh, anticipating the arrival and the birth of Christ. And so normally we have that available each weekend, but as we begin uh, anticipating Jesus and his arrival, we're going to wait and we're going to share in that communion again on Christmas Eve. And so we'll look in the next four weeks uh, at scripture and we're going to identify with the Jewish people in our own way as we anticipate the arrival of our Messiah. And of course, then on Christmas Eve, we celebrate. If you've never been to that, you need to be here because it's amazing and we will share communion then. But to me, and here's why I want to do this together today, I feel like the communion table is the ultimate table of thanksgiving. Really, everything that we have to be thankful for is represented by this table, by these symbols, by uh, Christ's body that was broken for us, and Christ's blood that was shed for us. Jesus gave himself up for each and every one of us in this room. Whether you believe that or not at this moment, he did. He gave himself for you. And so when we come to this table, and again, when we bring this into our service, in a way it's a little bit out of context. Uh, Jesus gave this to us in the context of Passover. But it's still, these symbols are important and they're important for us to remember that sacrifice and what he's done for us. And so today, uh, as we're thankful I thought it'd be great to center on the thing that we're most thankful for. And so I've asked Jeremy if he would uh, just play a song. And what I'd like to do is just invite you to come. And if you want to take a moment to think about these things, again, scripture cautions us in a way saying that, uh, that we need to bring a worthiness to this. That's how I would say it. And what that means is that these aren't symbols to be taken lightly. This isn't a snack, right? Uh, that when we come to this table, that we do so with the knowledge of why we're coming to this table and what was given and what that means to us. And so even in growing up in the church, we would always be reminded, you know, this is a moment where we can make sure that our hearts are right with God, that we can take a second and pray. And if there are things uh, that we need forgiveness for, if there are things that we need to bring to God, that we can do all those things before we approach this table. And so my invitation to you uh, is once you're ready, just go ahead and come. And if you would come down this center aisle and you can just tear off a piece of the bread and dip it in this juice that we have here. And then we have a gluten-free one here on the end uh, for those of you who are allergic or sensitive. And then if you would just come down the center and kind of go to the sides and uh, when you're ready to do that, I invite you to come.
It's only by your blood It's only through your mercy Lord, I come I bring an offering Of worship to my King No one on earth deserves praises that I sing Jesus may you receive the honor that you're due Oh Lord I bring an offering to you praises that I sing Jesus may you receive the honor that you're due Oh Lord I bring an offering to you
dream of worship to my King. No one on earth deserves the praises that I sing. Jesus, may you receive the honor that you're due. On December 15th in 1617, the pilgrims were still dreaming of finding a new land to worship in. So in order to make that trip, they were going to need help. They were going to need funding, right? So Elder William Brewster and Pastor John Robinson wrote a letter from Leiden, Holland, where they were, to Sir Edwin Sandys in London. They were hoping to secure financing for this trip that they wanted to make. So in that letter, these two men explained how the pilgrim, pilgrims were knit together as a body in covenant of the Lord. We so hold ourselves tied to all care of each other's good. And so today, I would say that we too are knit together. Even in just what we shared I don't think it's a coincidence that community and communion both come from the same word. We too are knit together as a body in covenant of the Lord and we also hold ourselves tied together to all care of each other's good. One last scripture for you. This is 1 Thessalonians 5.11. So Paul says, therefore, encourage one another and build one another up just as you are doing. And so that's what we're going to do right now. If you've not been with us before, here's uh, what this will look like. Uh, you have an opportunity. We have, basically, it's open mic night at Desperation Church. But with great power comes great responsibility, ladies and gentlemen. So, uh, in, you know, as briefly as possible, maybe one to two minutes, because we want to make sure everyone has the opportunity to share. We've been practicing this, right, all month. So you should have a pretty good list. If you need to whip that out real quick, we'll give you a minute. But uh, Pastor John has the microphone. And if you have something uh, that you want to share, something you're thankful for, a blessing, uh, a gratitude that you have right now that uh, you could bless our community with, we want to celebrate that with you. Something from this past year uh, that's happened. And so all you need to do is raise your hand and John will approach you with the microphone. Do not be afraid. Keep it close to your mouth, but not in your mouth. And Chris will handle all the sound duties back there. So you may sound loud to yourself, but we want to make sure we have these recorded. Yes, sir. Kevin. I have a twofold thanks on, on one topic. Um, so last night, uh, Lydia and Reed arrived back home safely from Brazil on their second mission trip in the last four months. And I am so thankful not only that they did return safely, but that our family gets uh, to reach out and be part of God's family and his hands reaching out into the world. That's good. Thank you. Okay, that's it. Let's go home. <laughs> it always takes a little bit to get warmed up. This has been a roller coaster of a year, um, and yet at the end of it, every problem that we've had to face, we have had God's guidance and solved it without worry that we couldn't. That's good. Thank you, Dennis. <laughs> Imagine that. Two minutes, Tammy. Oh, really? <laughs> no. Mine's kind of, my 
lines on your line, but it's hope. That's what I'm grateful for. Because no matter whether we are in our highs or we are in our lows, we hold on to that hope. It's all going to be glorious real soon. And there is not going to be any more of the goodbyes for now. And there's not going to be any more hurts and pain. And there's not going to be any more empty nest. I'm going to be with everybody forever. So hope. That's good. Oh, okay. That's my boy. Thankful for her, of course. And thankful for my uh, wonderful wife that I got this year, nine months now. Thankful for that. And I am thankful for Oaks of Righteousness and that we got to do that together and the healing there and uh, tacos and ukulele. Several of my favorites as well. Thank you, Cappy. It's good. I'm just going to point him out. I'm thankful for God's presence in our lives. Um, not, not only is he there, but sometimes he allows us to feel him there too. Mm-hmm. So knowing that he's there let us, lets us see that he's there and then occasionally lets us feel that he's there too. Thanks, Rusty. Um, this year, I'm extremely thankful for my home and my family for being so giving. And um, for as long as I can remember, I've always wanted a home of my own. And I always wanted it for selfish reasons for myself. And this year, my home has given back to so many families. And it's been a huge blessing to me. Thank you. We had Connie back here. I'm thankful for this church. Um, On the outside of my life, I live in a nice home. I have a nice car. But on the inside, our lives at homes is very chaotic right now. Um, And I'm thankful because even though I come by myself without a spouse, this is my family, and I look forward to being here with the church. I have faced a couple. I didn't do any hugging today because I'm still trying to get well. But um, I've missed a couple weeks, and it's hard when you miss, when Mm -hmm. you expect us to see the same faces. And so many came up to give a hug today, and I'm sorry, no hugs, but I'm just thankful that I can come here and call this home. I'm thankful for this church, too. I'm thankful that they've um, really watched me go through some crazy stuff and still land here. They've been... Y'all have shown me grace and love beyond understanding at times, and I know that's through God. I'm also thankful for my friends that I've met this summer. I've met tons of friends that are wonderful people, and um, life looks a lot better now. So, Thank you, both of you. We need to perfect the air hug for when we're sick somehow, like uh, what that would look like, but... Um, sorry, I'm a little nervous. I'm thankful for God's grace and, um, I'm really grateful to be in this room again. Um, I'm thankful for that. I'm thankful for my husband and I'm really thankful for this church as well. Um, for seeing me through so many things and for embracing me with all of my stuff like they do with everyone um, here. Um, I feel like there was one other thing I was going to say, um, but I can't think of it because I'm really nervous. That's good. Oh, yeah. I'm also thankful for my family, <laughs> my child and my family, but... Um, I just feel really blessed to be here um, with all of you guys. So thank you. That's good. Thanks. Trying to make sure all the way to the front. Trying to make sure you're getting your exercise, John. Keep saying I'm gonna get roller skates one of these years. That would be awesome. Oh, I'm gonna go there. 
would be awesome. Um, I'm thankful for my husband and how much he, him and God have loved me and helped me to see grace when it's hard for me to have that for myself. And Oaks of Righteousness and how the Lord has just been like, I'm going to meet all your needs. So I'm like really praising my king for meeting all those needs and those that I don't even know yet. So God is awesome. Thank you. Um, well, last year, I wasn't very thankful, I don't think, because I was sick all last year. But I'm just thankful that this year <clears throat> that um, my health has come back, uh, my weight has come back, and um, I'm, I'm feeling really uh, so much better, let me put it that way, just so much better than after what all I went through last year. I'm mm. very thankful. Amen. <clears throat> and that's an answer to prayer, too, by the way, because we've all been praying for you, so that's really cool. All right. Uh, no pressure. Um, I was just thinking this morning when I walked in here, just just all the faces you see, the ones you see every week, some newer faces around and faces that have been gone for a while that are back. I was just thinking this morning when I walked in how thankful I am for all the faces that we see. Mm-hmm. Come and go every day, and just everyone here. Amen. Um, uh, this year, I'm pretty thankful for my family, and I realized this year that my family isn't just my biological family, who I'm really, really thankful for. Um, you guys here are my family. The people, my friends at school, they're my family, and the people that I met in Brazil, they're my family. And I'm grateful for that, op- for that opportunity to know so many people that I love and get to be surrounded by and supported by. So that's what I'm thankful for. Thank you. Um, I'm thankful uh, for the ability to learn more about God and that he gives us that capacity to dig deeper and understand him. And he gave us his word um, to know him more and mm-hmm. and there's always more depth to go with that and along with that I am thankful that he also pushes us and push, has pushed me this last year to do things that uh, 10 years ago I'd have been like I did that? No <laughs> and and he's, he's as, as long as I'm faithful to pursue him he is faithful to grow me in him and I'm very thankful for that that's really good um hi hi uh, <laughs> um Hi up there. Okay, um, so I am thankful for, I don't really know how to put it. So I was kind of thrown into a job. I got called out of the blue, asked to come work for um, a school, inner city, very inner city. And I kind of, I guess, didn't realize how naive I was as to how incredibly blessed we are to live somewhere safe, Mm -hmm. you know, these kids and what I see every day and the hardships that they face, kids should never see. And the fact that my kids don't have to worry about getting shot as they walk down the street to go see their friends or what they're going to eat at night or if they're even loved. And it breaks my heart every day to see what these kids go through and that I can't just take all 500 of them home. (laughs) But um, I also feel like I've been given an opportunity to be a little bit of a light in their dark, dark worlds. And so um, I don't know what you call all of that, but I feel really blessed to uh, that opportunity just kind of came out of the sky and um, it's been really eye-opening. That's good. Um, I'm thankful for faithfulness, faithfulness of Bill, John, and Zach, that they 
continue to be faithful to serve and to listen to God and just to be here no matter what, no matter what the circumstances look like. They're, they're like a steady, like we know that, that we can rely on them. And I'm thankful for my husband's faithfulness to me and to our family. But most importantly, I'm thankful for God's faithfulness. He's carried us through a lot of trials and it's just so comforting to know that he's always, always there no matter what. Sandra's word was my word. Oh, I just want to bear witness to that word, that it's for all of us, that God is faithful. Um, thankfulness and faithfulness should go together. Um, but to this year, God's testing and showing me, he's like, what's the object of your faith? I've had that conversation with our students. And uh, it's, you know, he's always faithful. Um, and I'm so thankful for uh, my family in that today. I have all my family with me. And uh, some of you know what that means today. Um, but yeah, guys, God's always faithful. And that's a, that's a good word. So um, this year, I put in my notice that I was moving from my apartment complex 60 days before I had to move. And on the day that I moved, I had no idea where I was actually going to live. But God was faithful because he brought my mom and I the perfect home for what we needed. And I thank him for that. And it's been so wonderful. Um, we even have a third bedroom for my niece who stays with us every weekend. And just watching her blossom, having her own space has been more than worth the wait. Mm -hmm. God has just blown me away with how perfect what he had for us was. And my, while we were going through that, my mom told me what God has for us is for us. And I've, I've seen the fruit of that. I have a list so I can be succinct. <laughs> I am thankful for freedom that I serve a God who doesn't want me in bondage to anyone or anything and that he fights for me. I'm thankful for his grace. I'm thankful for brothers and sisters for the journey. I'm thankful for colors. I'm thankful for saxophones and jazz and purple leaves in the forest. God's never-ending love, my gentle and kind husband my precious daughters, godly sons-in-laws, grandbabies, grandbabies, friends and family, and God's faithfulness and strength. That's good. Riley. I am thankful for the Lord and everyone here today. Yeah. So how is it she can preach what I just preached, but she said it like in a sentence? <laughs> that was good, Riley. I'm thankful for um, my family and friends, which are part of my family, and uh, for our country, and for getting older. Getting older, you have a whole new set of priorities, and it's a, it's a hoot. I, I recommend it. Everyone should stick around for getting old because it's, it's a lot of fun. So, and we found out that the oldest people have the most birthdays. So that's important. Too. That's true. Yeah. And I'm so thankful for a God that loves me and, and saves me and just helps me be more like him every day and less like me every day. That's good. Not only do you have more birthdays, but you have more friends, so you can't get together as quickly, so you have more birthdays to celebrate, like you have to stretch them out over the week or two. So also another benefit. More cake. You know, I'm, 
I'm thankful for you, Pastor Bill. Um, sometimes, like we do in our own lives, uh, we as a church can focus our, our energies on the difficulties or the struggles that we face and not recognize the huge blessings that we have right in front of us. And um, you're just a, a huge blessing for this church, and we are truly blessed to have you um, leading us. Well, thanks for saying that. I'm thankful for the graciousness of uh, this community, mm -hmm. whether it's demonstrated in the way that the little free pantry gets filled or in the way that people who have limited time and limited resources always find a way to give or do just a little bit more, uh, even if they're already giving and doing more than a lot of other people. Uh, I see that kind of graciousness always find a way to get um, evidence at the top. And um, I've had the, the fortune of hearing so many stories about uh, women who have come alongside other women in need, uh, about um, men who show up when no one else is here to get something done in this place, uh, about uh, people who go outside of this community to bring people into this community uh, so that they can uh, be loved and supported in the last days of their life. Um, so many remarkable stories that demonstrate the graciousness of this community. Uh, and I think it's rather amazing because, uh, in my mind, it reflects um, how much God can do with so very little because we're not a big place. Mm -hmm. uh, and yet, uh, so many wonderful stories are told in this place every year. And uh, even though uh, we have some really tough years uh, in terms of practical needs, in this place, it seems like we always have an abundance of those wonderful stories. Yeah, for sure. I am so thankful. Um, my first experience with Desperation Church was the weekend we cleaned up the Liberty Square. Mm -hmm. You guys um, were amazing to me, treated me like I'd been here for years, and that made me feel warm. So thank you. Your messages over the last six to eight weeks I've been here, Tim and I, um, we speak about it and reflect every Sunday when we leave, and we talk, and we cry, and we pray, and it's been an amazing last two to three months. So thank you for that. I um, am blessed for this man right here. We were together 30 years ago, engaged to be married, and life took its toll on us, and we separated. And over the years, I've been asking God for a godly man to come into my life. This man came back to me, and we found each other. So I'm thankful for that. I have a wonderful family. He has a wonderful family, but we can be together. I just want to thank you for your messages, and I do take them to heart. And what I've learned the last few months is to remind myself to be patient with myself because God's plan is there. And even though I might not agree with it at the time, <laughs> I know at the end it's all right. Yeah. So thank you for your messages. You mean a lot. Thank you for sharing that and for sharing your story too. That's beautiful. I'm uh, grateful and thankful for the Lord um, putting my gifts in front of me that um, maybe I have a tough time dealing with myself and um, the Lord continuing to put it in front of me until I learn to accept that that is my gift mm -hmm. and um, continuing to put it in front of me every Sunday. And I'm um, very grateful for all the support that I've gotten in um, uh, watching that gift grow. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Maybe just a couple more. 
I mean, I'll stay here as long as you guys want to, so, you know. I am thankful for, uh, as an administrative pastor, I am really thankful for the admin board. Um, the admin board is made up of men and women in this church who, um, you know, month in and month out, week, week in and week out, we uh, work to keep this place moving forward um, in, in the practicality part of things, the business side of things. Um, and uh, they give of their time and they give of their talent and their treasure um, to uh, make sure that the lights are on, make sure that the building is working, make sure that, um, you know, you guys are comfortable, uh, all those things. But they also really work hard in um, pursuing what God has for this church and being creative and finding ways that we can best serve um, our community, uh, this church and, and beyond. And so um, for those of you that are currently on the admin board or those that have been on the admin board um, previously, uh, thank you. Thank you very much. I appreciate you guys more than you know. And for those who will be on the admin board, because <laughs> you're out there. Um, man, there's a, a lot of things that I'm thankful for, but um, I'm trying to avoid certain ones because I don't want to melt in front of you. Um, but I'll do it anyway. Why not? So um, I'm really thankful for my family, specifically um, my wife and my kids. And I know that's, I mean, yeah, of course we all are, Pastor Bill. But um, I think especially the past couple of years, um, it's significant, like the level of sacrifice that spouses make for each other, at least the way that it should be, right? And... Um, it's been kind of cool getting to know my kids as adults or almost adults. And I really only feel like I've been able to do that this like past year or so as they're starting to figure out who they are and I'm starting to figure out who maybe I might be. <laughs> um, but I'm just, I don't know. I mean, many people don't even have that, you know? And so I'm just constantly reminded. just awesome. You guys are totally a blessing. Thank you for sharing. Is there anyone else? One last one? That can be the last one. That's okay. We got one? Yep. Um, this year has been a very challenging year in a lot of ways. And I've been thankful for... Um, my husband and our marriage and where we're at in our marriage that we were able to open our house to a family in need and help them in a very hard season. Um, you know, not so many years ago, we wouldn't have been able to do that because we wouldn't have been healthy. Um, but we are now through God's grace. And so we've been able to provide, um, you know, a shelter and a place to land in healing. And I'm very, very grateful for that. It's been hard, but it's been good. Now you want to talk. <laughs> Go ahead. Well, nope. yeah. Brad. <laughs> I'm thankful for you, Brad. <laughs> this is your job next year. Uh, 2000. 18 was a really tough year for us, not uh, just a lot of trials. 2019 has been a lot better. I'm really thankful for uh, my wife and my family, my two new daughters. Uh, uh, throughout this growing process, God has always provided for us. Uh, he's always made us aware of his uh, provision you know, that his provision uh, and given us the provision to be able to help others. Um, you know, I, I restarted my business this year uh, and it's going to be the best year I've ever had in business. So, and it shouldn't happen that way. And it's only God. That's good. And... One last note, uh, in about a week, my wife and I will celebrate our 30th anniversary, and I am 
So, yeah. So grateful for her. Do you guys have a song you want us to play and you could dance? <laughs> That's amazing. Thank you for sharing that. You can be thankful more than once for sure. So Kevin's going to close us out. This is our last one. There, there's a great song we sing here, and one of the lines is that he gives and takes away. And in my life, there's been a lot of things God had to take away, to clear away, to make room for the gifts that he wanted to give. And I look at my wife and look at my kids, and I don't have a connection with my other family, my parents, my sisters. And a lot of that's been taken away to allow room for what I have. And uh, it's a real gift. I'm thankful for That's really good. Thank you. All right, so here's what we're going to do. As is our custom every year, let's make a circle. And John, I'm going to have you close us in prayer, but I want to do something real quick before we do that. Circle up. An amoeba, whatever shape we can make to where we can actually be near each other. I'll be over there in a second. Hey, Chris, you should just come down here. The board can run itself for now. It's fine. Lydia, you want to join us for a second? I think it's important to get all of us in this circle. All of us that can, anyway. I've never stood in the middle of this circle before, so I'm kind of excited about this. I just want to get it. What I should do is I should, oh, I should have brought my camera. That would have been awesome. Anyway, so I'm going to have John close us in prayer, and then we're going to do our customary uh, group hug. But I wanted to read one more thing to you. Uh, this is actually my dad's Bible. And this comes from Ephesians, and it's chapter 1, and we're going to begin with verse 15. I want you to think about this because this is Paul speaking. And, of course, this Bible here says it's Paul's prayer for spiritual wisdom. That sounds very official and scholarly, doesn't it? It's actually a prayer of thanksgiving. And what he's thankful for is the people that he's writing this letter to. And so I want you to hear these words as Paul, but really as God in a way, saying these things to us, to you as a part of this community. And so uh, verse 15, Ephesians chapter 1. Ever since I first heard of your strong faith in the Lord Jesus and your love, for Christians everywhere, I have never stopped thanking God for you. I pray for you constantly, asking God, the glorious Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, to give you spiritual wisdom and understanding, so that you might grow in your knowledge of God. And I pray that your hearts will be flooded with light, so that you can understand the wonderful future that he has promised to those he has called. That's you and that's me. I want you to realize what a rich and glorious inheritance he has given to his people. In verse 19, I pray that you will begin to understand the incredible greatness of his power for us who believe him. That's my prayer that 2020 and really even 2019 ramping into that, that we would begin to understand the power that God has handed to us as his people. And just by doing the things that we're already doing, that how he can use that in this community, in this world, I believe that we're here for a reason, not just as people, but as a church. I believe there's a reason that we exist. And so my hope is that we'll know that even more so in 2020. So John, if you would. God, we love you so much and we thank you again for this day. And I thank you so much for every person that's standing in the circle today, God, that um, is part of this community, God. We, uh, we are so grateful for the friends to our left and to our right. And God, for those that couldn't be here today, God, I, I pray that you would bless them as well. And I'm thankful for, for them. Lord, I just pray that as we uh, enter this week of Thanksgiving and we celebrate with family and with friends, um, maybe many of us are traveling to other places, God. Um, I pray that you keep us safe. And God, I pray for those that will be um, without family on Thanksgiving, God, that maybe don't have family here. 
Lord, I pray that you would bless them too and that, God, um, they would be thankful for who you are in their life. God, you are such an amazing, amazing God, and we um, are so blessed by you. I pray that as we go our separate ways today, Lord, that you would go with us, that each one of us would be a light uh, in our workplace, in our families, in our neighborhoods, wherever we go, God. I pray that we would always have thanksgiving on our lips, even in the tough times. And God, hearing all the wonderful testimonies today of people who are, are thankful for different things, God, it ran a huge gamut of, of, of things, and that is awesome. So thank you, God, for your hand on our lives. We give this day, tomorrow, and all of our days, God, to you. We thank you for this church. Thank you that we can be here week in and week out to um, serve you together, to worship you together, to learn and grow together as a community. We love you in Jesus' name. Amen.